Dr. Carly Easton. I'm Associate Professor of Emergency Medicine and Pediatrics at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. And I'm Dr. Stephen Haywood. I'm Chair of the SAEM Virtual Presence Committee, and this is the SAEM Annual Podcast. Dr. Easton, it has been a fun meeting. It has been. It's been, it flew by. It I did. Say. I'm surprised it's already it Friday. It's been a long week. We've had a lot of great stuff this week. Um, I've had a lot of fun. It's so good to finally be at a live meeting again. It started off with some really great pre-con workshops. You know, I interviewed Dr. Jeanette Wolf and her team about her workshop she did, Reframing Conflict from a Gender Lens. Um, And, you know, these workshops are phenomenal because they get so interactive. I know they had a lot of experiential learning sessions um, during their conference. They had a lot. They had an all-star faculty, uh, really, at their workshop where you got a lot of one-on-one or small group learning um, to tackle this this, this topic. Because, you know, as they mentioned, conflict can be seen very different based on your paradigm. Um, And it was, again, a phenomenal opportunity with all-star educators to interact in small groups. And then you went to the the medical director's boot camp, is that correct? Yeah, it was called Emergency Department Operations On-Ramp. And it was basically um, more on the operations side. It was high-level operations um, physicians who oversee large health systems and their experience in how to uh, the things I found the most interesting were how to process change or make change um, sure. in a large system. And so it was really interesting and and like really great that they had these uh, people with so much experience. Yeah, it really is. Uh, these pre-conference workshops are so great because you're not just sitting in an audience. You're actually interacting with them. You're, you're learning, developing, but also making connections um, so that the SAM pre-conference workshops are always incredible, and there's always something for everyone. Um, I look forward to seeing what they're going to do next year. Uh, and then we launched into some great, uh, great presentations throughout the week. You know, I was fortunate enough to, do- to talk with Dr. Uh, Cheryl Heron before the conference. We have a podcast up as well that you can listen to that and listen to her talk for, for quite a bit of time, and I would encourage everyone to do that. Uh, and hearing her speak live is, is so powerful. Um, she has so much uh, emotion, but her points are not based off emotion. She has the data. She has the facts. She can show things as they are um, and show the in- inequities that still exist within emergency medicine, all of medicine. Um, again, I could listen to Dr. Heron talk for hours. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I think um, people need the knowledge. You know, they can't make change unless you know where the problems are. And so highlighting that and and showing how people she knows or in her realm have have created change in the area of diversity is really um, helpful to the area the the places in the country that haven't done that yet and yeah. still need to make a lot of those changes and she wrote the book on it I mean mm-hmm. she she literally wrote the book on it uh, you know diversity within uh, emergency medicine so amazing getting to listen to her speak. And then that same day, there were the plenary abstracts, which were really interesting, um, ranging from pediatric trauma to um, chest pain. So it was a lot of variety. Yeah. The, I tell you, it's the caliber of speaker and the topics they get here um, is it, phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And then we launched into the next day with really education focus. You know, Dr. Sally Santon gave her keynote as well. Um, and then more great plenaries. You know, I loved uh, ABIM was there, and they were talking about the virtual... Um, oral exam, because with, 
you know, COVID, you know, before everybody had to go to Chicago, take this oral exam with COVID that couldn't happen. So they switched to a virtual and it was great to get into their mind and listen to them talk about it and see how committed they are to making sure that there is validity behind what they're doing. Um, and you're not reading an email or you're not reading a, uh, a post on their website, you're hearing it from them and the process they went through to assure that the exams are valid. And again, a great, great thing about SAM is, you know, the people from the major, major organizations that we interact with are here and telling mm-hmm. us about what they're doing. Um, so it was really great. And also yesterday they had the uh, dodgeball competition. Oh, I don't know if goodness. you stopped by there. I did not. I did not. <laughs> Lots of uh, very entertaining costumes. And, you know, who doesn't want to see the SAM board getting their butts kicked <laughs> during uh, dodgeball? So <laughs> Absolutely. I did see some people walking around in like dinosaur costumes yes. yesterday. So cool. Who, who won? Do you know who won? I actually don't know who won. We will find out. But and we'll, there yes. was lots of cheering. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so much fun. And, and again, a lot of it is you know, we've had these virtual conferences and they're still great because you still get to interact with people and, you know, you still get to listen to some great speakers, but there's really no substitute for being in person, interacting in a small group and during a pre-conference workshop, uh, and then throwing a dodgeball at, Mm -hmm. you know, the board's head. (laughs) Or watching Sim Wars where they're, you know, trying to save these people's lives and in the front of a big audience, you know? Yeah. So I love the interaction games and you today, you went into the Sono games. Is that correct? Yeah, so Sono Games was this morning, and when I walked in the room, it was standing room only, and hundreds of people. I mean, I don't even know how many, but all the teams had costumes, and um, I managed to make it in time to hear the list of all the team names, which um, some of are not appropriate to repeat here, but um, we'll have it to was... screen those next yes. year. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was pretty good. It was very entertaining. Yeah, and it, it, again, um, ultrasound is one of those things that that you can't teach virtually. You got to have hands-on probe time. Um, there's some great virtual resources out there, and actually, a couple of those presented at our foam showcase. This is becoming the premier competition for foam content, um, and we had some great educators. We had Core Ultrasound, which I am very biased. I trained at the University of Tennessee under Ben Smith mm-hmm. and Jacob Avila. Um, but when you look at Coral Sound and all they put out, an amazing presentation. Another ultrasound research resource that was presented was the ultrasound box, which is probably the best way to do virtual ultrasound training because you get to look at where they're putting the probe. You get to choose where to put the probe, look at the views they're getting, and make clinical decisions based off of that. Um, EM Board Bombs actually was our second pay place winner um, today based on the voting nice. today. Uh, they have an airway supremacy site, um, and it is very interactive. Um, a lot of video clips, a lot of anatomy to making sure that we are the experts of the undifferentiated airway, which we should be as emergency medicine physicians. And then our winner from today, based on the judge's vote and based on the live vote, was Art of Emergency Medicine. Um, through covid I don't know if there's anyone, especially in emergency medicine, that did not struggle with mental health during COVID, mm-hmm. uh, myself included. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just so much emotion and raw humanity uh, that we thought we had been fully exposed to, but it just it came to another level through COVID. Um, so Art of Emergency Medicine, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, it's a great website. Um, they're taking photos, images, 
created by emergency medicine physicians, and they're focused on mindfulness, focused on taking time uh, for yourself, taking time to manage your own mental health um, before we can really fully care for the patients. So great resource. Again, they won the judges over. They won the live vote as well. And there's a Twitter vote ongoing right now. So check out the SAEM <laughs> online Twitter page. Um, and there's there's some tweets on there you can find to, to further vote for the Twitter winner as well. So when is that going to be announced? The vote closes uh, on Thursday, May 19th. And we will announce the winner on Friday, May 20th. So you have, if you're listening to this before May 19th of 2022, go find, go find your... Uh, contestant that you want to vote for, retweet their tweet, comment on their tweet, like their tweet. All those tweets were sent out from the SAEM online page, so you can find them there, uh, and we'll announce the winner next week. Awesome. Yeah, the phone showcase has really um, become very popular over the last few years. I tell you, I think this is the sixth year Mm -hmm. that we've had it, Um, and it's, again, the the contestants are as strong as ever, Um, so I I look forward to, to seeing who we get next year. Definitely. Well, we can't talk about the meeting without talking a little bit about the program committee because I guess they're, they should get a little bit of uh, uh, kudos yes. for putting on such an amazing meeting. So thanks to the program committee. Absolutely. And, you know, the going from a virtual back to a live space, you can't just, you know, control C, control V it. You, a lot of things um, have to be relearned, if you will, which was great because um, they were able to do so much. Uh, there was so much innovation at this year's conference, and had a fun feel. People were excited to get back. So the program committee, uh, you, you all did an amazing job. Um, so yeah, and I think it was the, the best attended SAM ever. It was. It was. The numbers I heard were Vegas 2019 had been the highest, and it was about 3,200 uh, attendees. And on day one, we had 3,500. Uh, and I know a few more trickled mm-hmm. in throughout the week. So. 10% higher than the all and Vegas was, was record chattering. Um, so people were excited to get out, interact. Yes. Um, you know, they did phenomenal screening. Uh, I think everyone was safe. Uh, this will, well, I'm confident this will not turn into a super spreader event because <laughs> of the diligence that the board took and the precautions that the program committee put up ahead of time. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great to get back in person. And now we get to start planning for next year. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, Carly, thank you for all your work you've done on these podcasts. Uh, and again, we'll, we'll see you next year. See ya.